agribusiness and its role in Africa, continental free trade area, inflation in Tunisia accelerates, and Zambia PMI post impressive results. All this and more in this episode. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I'm Methodong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Methodong. Africa now earns an average of 24% of its annual growth from its farmers and their crops. If matched with more electricity and irrigation, smart business and trade policies, and a dynamic private agribusiness sector that works side by side with government to link farmers with consumers, and in an increasingly urbanized Africa, the World Bank estimates that agriculture and agribusiness together could command a $1 trillion presence in Africa's regional economy by 2030. Country representative for Food and Agriculture Organization Carido Antonio illuminates the importance of upscaling agribusiness on the continent. For the Food and Agriculture Organization, what benefits come from increased agro-industrialization on the continent? Agro-industrial, and then I should say that as FAO, our dream is and vision is a world free of hunger. And, uh, and also free of poverty. And we strongly believe that agro-industrialization can play a substantive role uh, in this process. Uh, as you know, agro-industrialization is the growth and development of in- industrial sector uh, for wealth creation, inclusive growth uh, through an increasing uh, economic integration and productivity in agri-food systems. It requires definitely the growth of agro-processing and agribusiness, but also it requires the development and growth of institutions that are relevant for the organization, but also can foster technological innovation, both on farm and at, uh, at the company level. Agro-industrialization definitely can promote an inclusive development by providing sustainable jobs and livelihoods for the most vulnerable world. There is uh, an opportunity uh, within agro-industrialization. A lot of opportunities have been associated with the coming of the Africa continental free trade area. What kinks do we need to iron out before we can harness the full potential of the Africa continental free trade area? We do have opportunities when we look at Africa continental free trade um, agreement, uh, which aims at creating a single market for goods and service within our continent and also facilitates the movement of people and and, uh, throughout. This definitely creates an opportunity to exploit agro-industrialization agenda, but also look at the opportunities in terms of of global value chain uh, within our continent to achieve this goal it must address certain challenges. First is the access to infrastructure. Access to infrastructure such as roads, uh, uh, railways, energy, uh, particularly electricity, but access to water that is a a fundamental and limiting factor in agriculture production, addressing the communication issues, uh, but also uh, to see how uh, these uh, are um, provided at the lowest cost. Uh, it is important for the global competitiveness. Uh, part of the important challenge is uh, access to finance. 
Uh, I, I, I normally joke among our friends that saying that our farmers, uh, they need most and, and first and foremost, the financing more than the technical know-how. Uh, we've been uh, for quite some time knowing what to do, uh, but the limiting factor is access to finance. We know that our banks are averse when it comes to, to agriculture risk. Uh, this is a sector that indeed is a risky sector. And, and too often, uh, the amount of resources coming to, to the sector is not sufficient to promote the desirable impact of uh, agro-industrialization indu indu of agro-industries. Uh, so access to finance is, is, is critical. Uh, but next is access to market. Uh, lack of access to markets, both international and uh, at the regional level, uh, really creates an impediment to the development of agro-industry. We have also seen this trend uh, throughout uh, the continent. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Food and Agriculture Organization Food Price Index eased by 0.8% month over month to 158.5 points in April of 2020, but still remained close to a record high of 159.7 points in March. Prices of vegetable oil declined significantly after hitting an all-time high in March, pressured by palm, sunflower and soy oils. Also, prices of cereals were down slightly after also surging to record highs in March, weighed down by corn and sorghum, although grains in Berlin and wheat limited losses amid ongoing export blockades in Ukraine and crop concerns in the U.S. Meanwhile, dairy prices rose for the eighth straight month on sluggish production in Western Europe and Oceania and surging demand for butter amid shortages of sunflower oil and margarine in Western Europe. Lastly, prices rose firmly for meat, 2.2% on tight supplies in the Northern Hemisphere and disruptions in Ukraine, as well as for sugar underpinned by ethanol production. The annual inflation rate in Tunisia accelerated for the seventh straight month to 7.5% in April of 2022 from 7.2% in the prior month. It's the highest reading since October of 2018. Main upward pressure came from prices of alcoholic beverages and tobacco, transport, clothing and footwear, and furniture and household items, and routine household maintenance. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 1.4%, accelerating from a 0.8% price in the previous month. The Stanbic Bank Kenya PMI fell to 49.5 in April of 2022 from 50.5 in the previous month, dropping below the 50 mark the first time in three months. Output and new orders fell as clients reduced their spending due to marked increases in selling prices, fuel costs and other living expenses. However, employment increased albeit to a lesser extent than in the previous month. The improvement in staff capacity alongside lower demand helped lead to a stabilization of backlogs of work. On the price front, both input costs and selling charges surged to fresh highs driven by increased reports of supply shortages due to the war in Ukraine. Despite high prices, purchasing activity continued to increase sharply as firms looked to build buffer stocks of items at risk of being in short supply. Looking forward, business confidence dropped to a record low for the second successive month amid concerns of a rapid price inflation and reduced plant spending. Now, the Stanbic Bank Zambia PMI rose to a four-month high of 50.5 in April of 2022 from 49.6 in the previous month, signaling a marginal improvement in business conditions. 
output, new orders and employment returned to growth, though at a marginal pace, amid some improvement in demand. As a result, purchasing activity rose for the seventh month running and to the greatest extent since last November. And a quick look at the markets. Cocoa futures on the International Commodity Exchange fell to over a one-week low of 2,520 US dollars per ton as a surge in dollar index undercut most commodities, including cocoa, and amid signs of ample global supplies from key producing regions. Ivory Coast government reported that cocoa farmers sent a cumulative 2.03 metric tons of cocoa to Ivory Coast ports from October 1st to May 1st, up 0.5% from the previous year. Adding further pressure to the prices were weak demand concerns after both North American Confectioners Association and the Cocoa Association of Asia registered a fall in quarter one cocoa grindings compared to last year. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Share Index retreated 2.5% to 67,978, the lowest since November 9th of 2021, dragged down by worries over surging inflation, rising interest rates, China's economic slowdown, and the war in Ukraine. Almost all the sectors declined, with major losses coming from Kumba Iron, Aspen, Pharmacare, Impala Platinum, and Sasso. Other major losers included Anglo American, Fast Strand, and Standard Bank, each shedding between. 2.4 and 4% for the week. The index declined 6.2%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at the Sitong.